0: Dr. Arthur Perry, he's one of the top plastic surgeons. He's got offices in Manhattan, New Jersey. You know, he's been doing a show here on WOR for years and years and years. Very uh, popular show and a great plastic surgeon. Everybody has questions on this subject, so uh, he's the guy to ask. Dr. Arthur Perry... The public wants to know.
1: The public doesn't give a damn.
0: <laughs> and I went to his office, and I said, mm-hmm. I said, look at my face. He goes, yeah, look at your face. What can to do with your face? What can you do with his face? I go like that. I swear to God. I go, look at this. I'm getting old. I said, I want to maybe... Fix it up a little bit. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you having worked with
1: you on a book and numerous other activities. You want to
0: talk to Arthur Perry, the best in plastic
1: surgery. Remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times.
0: When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a, that
1: means you're smart. As a really, really gifted physician. Uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives.
0: I didn't really I realized we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. Nine zero two one zero bows to this guy, and welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on W O R, and we are live on this very last weekend of the decade. It's the twenty twenties next week. Oh boy, what do we what do we even say? Is it the Roaring Twenties? i don't know well i'm uh, happy to be here and i'm happy uh i hope you all had a great christmas and a great hanukkah and whatever holiday you celebrate we are here for you this evening i'm board certified plastic surgeon dr arthur perry and what do we talk about on this show well i hope you've been listening for a long time this is what's your wrinkle and that means yeah we're talking about wrinkles and we're talking about fat and we're talking about small breasts and big breasts and droopy breasts and large noses and, and maybe ears that protrude, and how about the visible veins on the back of your hand? That's what we talk about on the show. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, and uh, been doing this for a long time. If, those of, if you haven't listened to me, uh, why haven't you been listening, by the way? I've been doing this for uh, 15 years on the radio, talking about uh, plastic surgery and dermatology and skin care and things like that. Give us a call. This is a call in show. And the phone number is 800 321 0710. That's 800 321 0710. And tonight we're giving away bottles of Soft Time. Soft Time is a great moisturizer. You really need it this time of year, although it has been mild, I'll, I'll admit this week. It's been mild, but uh, don't let that fool you. I, I'm sure this mild weather will go away real soon and that uh, very, very cold, snowy weather will return. And then you'll wish that you had. Soft time. Soft time is what we're giving away tonight to callers with good questions for me. Give me a good question. Try and stump me. But certainly ask me the questions that have been keeping you up at night. And I know there are questions. You you lie in bed and you wonder, well, you know, is this wrinkle? Is it treated with a wrinkle filler or a laser? Or do I need a facelift? That's what this show is all about. 800-321-0710 is the phone number. So tonight we're going to be talking about a lot of different subjects. We are going to be talking about wrinkle filler. It is one of my favorite topics, and there's a lot of new information about wrinkle fillers out there. It's, uh, it's hard to call it wrinkle filler because uh, there are so many uses for it. Uh, wrinkles are only one of the uses, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about keeping safe with wrinkle filler because uh, while it is one of the safest procedures that I do, there can be some issues, so you'll want to hear about that. We're going to talk about the vampire facial. Do you know about that? Have you heard about the vampire facial? Is it useful? Is it useless? Is it dangerous? Well, all of the above, maybe. Well, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about you. We're going to take your phone calls. 800-321-0710 is the phone number here at WOR. And uh, and I want uh, I want you to give me a call early because usually I get all those calls You know, about 40 minutes into the show, and then we can only get one or two in. Give me a call earlier, and uh, that way we can uh, answer all the phone calls. All right, I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. And if you're interested in who I am and why I'm on the radio, well, you know, it it is interesting. I I became interested in radio way back in the early 1970s. And, uh, yeah, I was alive. I was a, a very tiny little child at that time listening to imus in the morning uh way back in 1971 i think when he started in new york and and as you uh, may know imus uh, passed away the, this past week and and you know he was a big influence on my radio career not on my medical career but on my radio career and in fact i i actually interviewed imus in 1974 for wrsu fm the voice of Rutgers and you know before the show I was trying to get the interview ready maybe play a little bit of a clip but uh, not quite ready for you maybe another week but uh, you know too bad he was a great influence on so many in radio and uh, and everybody will miss I miss in the morning all right I'm Dr. Arthur Perry this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR and uh, the phone number 800 321 before we get to our first topic let's go ahead and and take a phone call from ted ted what can i do for you what's what's your rank oh uh,
1: thank you good evening doctor always pleased and always pleased with your patience and your uh and your uh you know uh, the way you explain things correctly of course uh are you talking about making noses smaller uh i'm caucasian the reason i have to say that is because this is radio i wonder uh my nose is a little short. Could it, could it be made a little bigger and maybe a little more narrow? Is that possible?
0: Uh, well, you know, not every rhinoplasty makes noses smaller. So, so you raise a good question. So rhinoplasty, that's the name of the operation, by the way. Nasal reshaping is rhinoplasty. And it's a, a very artistic and very creative operation in plastic surgery. And and one of the oldest ones, uh, as a matter of fact, rhinoplasties have been done for centuries, mostly for reconstructive reasons, uh, but certainly over the last fifty or so years, we've had uh, a lot of uh, of uh, of cosmetic enhancements with. Uh, rhinoplasty surgery so so let's talk a little bit about it so back in the 1960s that's when the rhinoplasties became popular and everybody around Manhattan and everyone around Great Neck and you know who you are had your noses done when you were 14 or 15 or 16 years old and boy back in those days rhinoplasties were absolutely reduction rhinoplasties. that means uh, kind of noses that were large maybe with a hump uh, maybe with a little hook uh, they were made significantly smaller, and you know what happened, by the way, in the 1960s, when rhinoplasties were done. Then uh, we didn't have a lot of good information and longevity studies with rhinoplasty. So, so surgeons tried to make noses look perfect coming out of the operating room, and uh, and they might have looked perfect in 1964, but by the 1990s, those very same noses were mangled, twisted thin skin and overdone and uh, we learned something by the nineteen nineties that we really did not want to overdo it with rhinoplasties. and so the operation in the eighties and nineties became a much more conservative operation based on our seeing what happens over the decades you know people ask me they say dr. Perry when I have my nose done uh, you know when is it gonna look natural and normal Uh, you know is it two weeks and uh, you know it's not two weeks. It's not two months. It's not even a year. The The rhinoplasty is an operation that changes over decades. And that's why those rhinoplasties of the 1960s looked terrible, so many of them, in the 1980s and 1990s. And you only have to look around the Upper East Side of Manhattan to see what I'm talking about. So we, we started doing much more conservative rhinoplasties. And not every rhinoplasty... Uh, involves making the nose smaller. Sometimes it involves making it a little bit bit bigger, like you were asking, Ted. So yes, so sometimes uh, we need to place cartilage in the nose and build it up a bit. And sometimes it's it's a combination of narrowing the nose and making it smaller in some dimensions and larger in other dimensions. So it's really changing the shape as opposed to changing the size of a rhinoplasty of the nose rather so uh, a rhinoplasty is the most creative operation in plastic surgery it takes the average plastic surgeon two to three hours sometimes even longer to do a rhinoplasty you know there's a story of a plastic surgeon who will remain nameless and he used to advertise the 15 minute rhinoplasty and I saw some of that uh, person's patients and boy I'll tell you it takes me 15 minutes to wash my hands and get ready for the operation it's not a race Rhinoplasties, like all operations in cosmetic surgery, are artistic. Uh, they're creative, and we certainly, certainly do not want to to have a uh, a bad result or a rushed result. We want an artistic result and one that is uh, particularly good. So, Ted, uh, did I did I answer your question? I kind of uh, went off oh, on a tangent there.
1: No, no, I'm glad. You know, maybe you could give me a bump in the nose and maybe and give me maybe a little peek. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not joking. Uh, yes, my ear, nose, and throat uh, doctor said you have to. You know, that it's a very. Uh, he also does plastic surgery. That it's awful sophisticated, and he wants good results, just like you said. Uh, you you mentioned. So I certainly appreciate your patience and courtesy, doctor.
0: Well, well, thank you. And uh, and so you know when when noses are made larger with a rhinoplasty, that is uh, certainly. A, a much more difficult operation, by the way, because we have to borrow uh, tissue from somewhere else. That means we have to borrow uh, you know, cartilage and, uh, and sometimes even bone uh, from other areas of the body. Uh, we get it from the septum. We get it from the ear. The septum is the uh, cartilage that separates the nostrils. And sometimes we get it from the ribs and uh, that does make it uh, much more difficult to make a, a nose larger as opposed to smaller. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR. We're gonna take a short break and we'll be back after these words. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry, Good skincare really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference, so you say, Why should I try your skincare, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skincare reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge, and that's real. Daytime with niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes and Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping if you use the WOR2019 code. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844 four DR PERRY to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Althera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scar facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and we'll alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR, the uh, greatest radio station in the United States, I would say. Don't you think so? I would think so. All right. You know, every now and then you say something and uh, you either your watch or your phone thinks you said Siri, you know, and it decides to talk back. Isn't that interesting? We're not alone anymore. The watches are listening. The uh, the phones are listening, the computers, the TVs. So we'll try and ignore when the watch decides to uh, talk to me during the show. Noah. All right. Today we're talking about wrinkle filler. We're talking about you. We're talking about your wrinkles. So, so let's let's go back and talk a little bit about the history of wrinkle fillers. You know, you think well, collagen, 1981. No, no, actually, it was fat. Fat was the very first wrinkle filler, done you know 50, 60 years ago by plastic surgeons. They took lumps of fat and they didn't inject it although sometimes it was injected, uh, but for the most part it was placed. A little incision was made and fat was actually placed in places usually where there was a depression and usually that was from trauma or something like that. But it was used for cosmetic reasons. So fat grafting, that was actually the first wrinkle filler. But the real age of wrinkle filler began in 1981 by a plastic surgeon out of San Francisco who I met who uh, started the Collagen Corporation. And collagen was the very first wrinkle filler. And uh, so it started around the 1980s and was so popular by the mid 1980s. Lots of jokes uh, on uh, late night TV about collagen injections. And uh, I remember our friend Imus making jokes about, uh, about that. But, uh, but certainly uh, there were problems with collagen. Collagen was taken through the, from the skin of cows. And it's a protein that your body sees as a foreign protein, made antibodies against, and destroyed it. And so it. The more collagen injections you received, the faster your body got rid of it and in fact some people actually got sick from collagen injections they got rheumatoid arthritis scleroderma and other rheumatologic diseases because your body got confused when you got all this collagen from a cow injected into you it started reacting sometimes against your own collagen so i was never a big fan of collagen i i did not like to perform those procedures and did it only reluctantly when my patients told me, you yeah, have got to have, you've got to inject some collagen. So in 2003, when the very first hyaluronic acid was uh, was FDA approved, that was called Restylane. It was a whole new world in uh, wrinkle fillers. And so Restylane was uh, was not rejected by the body. It stayed in the body for a long period of time, unlike collagen, which could have been even a few weeks, it was uh, destroyed by your body if you had a lot of injections. but the Restylane, the hyaluronic acid injection, stayed in six months, eight months, even a year. And they really did revolutionize the way I treat uh, facial rejuvenation and the way most plastic surgeons treat facial rejuvenation. So what we do with uh, with Restylane, and, and that was the first one, but then Juvederm came a couple of years later, and then many, many other companies joined in because it's a it's a fairly lucrative field. Yeah, I always say that uh, hyaluronic acid actually per ounce costs more than gold. Isn't that something? And what is gold? Twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars an ounce. It's more than that. Uh, so that's why I you know I get the gold injected under my skin. Uh, bad joke. No, it's actually cheaper to have gold than it is hyaluronic acid. Uh, But it is a wonderful substance, and there are many different varieties of it, many different consistencies. The word is viscosity, you know, the thickness of a liquid. So when we put uh, a very thin liquid into wrinkles, it fills those wrinkles nicely or lips nicely, uh, but it doesn't doesn't uh, hold the skin up too well, so we need a thicker liquid. So we use different types of uh, hyaluronic acid for the nasolabial folds to uh, push up those folds or for the marionette lines or for the, uh, the little depression between uh, your chin and your jowl and uh, that takes a thicker material, a more viscous material. So there are even thicker materials than that. Really, it's almost like rubbery, some of the uh, injectables. And uh, one of those is called Voluma, which we use for the cheekbones and also for uh, actually to simulate a chin implant. It's very interesting. So, so the, uh, the fillers in the year 2020, where are we, 2020? Is that what we call it, 2020, Noah, or is it 2020? Whatever it's going to be next week. They're very diverse. There are many different fillers, and they have there's many different uses for those fillers. So we'll talk about uh, the uses. Uh, but before we get to that, we do have to talk about the risks because, you know, when we talk about anything in medicine or in cosmetic surgery, we have to weigh the pluses and minuses, uh, the risks and the benefits of using these things. So there's millions and millions of people that have had wrinkle fillers. Last year, I think it was something like 1.6 million people. Uh, it's second only to Botox injections in terms of popularity. Uh, that's a lot of people. And in the world, in the world, since, uh, since they started counting these things, I, I guess they must have started counting in the collagen era in 1981, uh, there have been 50 cases of blindness from injecting fillers. And you say, well, wow, that's absolutely terrible. I mean, how could there be blindness? How could that happen? Well, when we inject into the face, Uh, for the most part, we're injecting into wrinkles, we're injecting into lips and folds. But every now and then, uh, we might inadvertently inject into a blood vessel. And if we do, there could be very important and severe consequences, including 50 cases as of last year. That was the last year uh, publication uh, uh, summarized this, 50 cases of actual blindness where this uh, filler was injected into the, in most cases, the nose, the nose, and most and otherwise, the glabella that's the area between the brows, those are the two most dangerous areas to have filler injected. And it can travel into the blood vessels and get to the eye and cause complete and irreversible blindness. Terrible, right? Absolutely terrible. Very, very rare. Thankfully, I don't know anyone that's had that complication. We're talking about 50 in the world over the last how many years 30 something years doing a wrinkle filler, 40 years. With, uh, with collagen, and we're talking about tens of millions of people. So certainly when we have a bad result, that's not good. And, you know, if you're the one, my goodness, that's terrible. Uh, but the chance of something like that happening is so rare, so incredibly rare. But there are ways that we can even decrease the chance further, and one of those is knowing the anatomy very, very well. And that's why I always cringe when we hear of non-plastic surgeons you know, there are there are reasonable specialties that understand this dermatology and ear, nose, and throat. But when we hear of a gynecologist, for instance, injecting f- wrinkle filler into the face, you know, there's only one reason why that happens. You know why, and that is because it is a lucrative field and people who are not trained properly often are attracted to these fields. So, you know, why do nurses, and in some cases, aestheticians? can you imagine? and dentists and others injecting fillers and botox and things like that well you know the field that is trained in aesthetics and understands the anatomy of the area is plastic surgery and the board certified plastic surgeon or and I, and I acknowledge that there are very good dermatologists that do this and very good ear nose and throat doctors who specialize in facial cosmetic surgery so uh, those are the appropriate specialties to do procedures like this and when you go on a cruise or you go to a uh, oh a resort and you see that there's a nurse maybe or even an esthetician and the that does go on injecting these things well i would be worried because they don't understand the anatomy and they don't understand what they really can do and what they cannot do so so that's uh, one of the reasons there are those uh, those issues with the wrinkle filler so wrinkle fillers of hyaluronic acid very very useful for the 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 lips in particular when you look in the mirror and those of you who are smokers you see those smoking lines and but even if you're not a smoker they tend to occur as you get older in your 50s and 60s and 70s and wrinkle fillers are so wonderful to uh, to fill those wrinkles and shape the lips so when i do wrinkle fillers it is a uh, kind of an hour long affair because uh, i want to numb you up completely and a lot of people don't get numbed by other doctors or nurses or whomever but it's important to numb you up because I do 300, 400, 500 injections in a sitting. And you say, oh, wait a minute, I'm I'm out of here now. We're not going to do 500 injections, but that's the way with a micro droplet technique where I never inject more than maybe what's on the head of a pen, a very, very small amount of filler. And that's why it is very, very rare to have any lumps. And I have to say that in uh, in since 2003, I, uh, I had maybe one or two people have lumps from filler. It's very, very rare. And it's usually a reaction to the filler as opposed to just injecting a lot of stuff. I see people all the time, they come from other offices and they come in and they've got uh, you know lumps all over the place in their lips and their nasolabial folds and other places that uh, that have been injected with large amounts of filler. That's not creative. It's not artistic. And it doesn't look good. And and when you look like a duck, that's (laughs) that's not a good thing. We want you to look natural. We want you to look just normal. So I saw a woman. Very interesting story. I saw a woman. She's in her early 30s. I had actually taken care of her as a baby. You start to feel old when uh, when uh, when we uh, see people from 30 years ago and I took care of her. Uh, for a uh, a medical issue, a uh, a trauma issue. And she came back uh, as an adult, and now I'm doing filler on her. And she came in uh, last March and had uh, started having Botox, and I did Botox again uh, this week. And she wanted wrinkle filler in her lips. She had it from uh, another person. And her lips were enormous afterwards, so she wanted to come to me. But I looked at her and I said, you know what? Your lips are, are still too big. We do not want to distort your lips. We don't want you to look abnormal. I don't want people to stare at you and say, you know, who did your lips? I want people to not know that you had anything. So uh, so I declined, did not fill her lips with uh, filler, told her to come back in maybe three, four, five months when what she has wears off. And that's the right way to do it. We don't want to make you look funny. We don't want to make you look non-human. So what do we do with wrinkle filler? We, uh, we certainly can fill wrinkles. That's obvious. That's why we call it wrinkle filler. But we can also fill the folds. We can shape the lips. I see people all the time. I saw a woman who was 75, and uh, she hasn't had filler in years and years. She came in about a week and a half ago, and her lips were completely deflated, absolutely deflated. It's one of the interesting things about life. We put fat on in places we don't want it, and we remove fat from places we want it. One of those places that we would like fat, not real fat lips, but we want plump lips, right, men or women, Uh, And but what happens as you get older your lips begin to involute and the muscle stays in your lips and there is muscle in your lip uh, But the fat tends to go away on your bottom lip You get a sunken in appearance and a horizontal line of your lower lip Uh, on your upper lip It just loses the cupid's bow. You know what the cupid's bow is. That's the uh, that's the nice shape the two peaks around uh, the center of your lip Uh, there's one on each side and they're connected by the philtrum. That's your word for the day, the philtrum and little ridges go up from those Cupid's bow, Cupid, Cupid, Cupid's bows. Is it a plural like brothers-in-law? Uh, so the two Cupid's bows, uh, connect to the columella and that's the, uh, the tissue between the nostrils. And that gives you a youthful looking lip and your upper lip tends to flatten as you get older. And the upper lip tends to involute and you lose the cupid's bow. So it's a real simple thing to inject a little bit of wrinkle filler. And I like these new Juvederm products now. The Juvederm Volbella is a wonderful product for lip augmentation and restoring a normal lip. And that's really what it's all about, restoring your lip to what you looked like when you were like 30, as opposed to, uh, you know, we don't need to uh, make you look like you're you're a child. We just want to make you look normal and uh, the involution of the lip begins at age 30. You don't really see it much until you're about 45 or 50, but then you do. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, board-certified plastic surgeon. There is more to this show, and we're going to take a very short break. We will be back after the uh, messages. The phone number here is 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Give me a call. We'll be right back. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your skin care, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skin care reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge that's real. Daytime with Niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes, and Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping if you use the WOR2019 code. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S dot com, or call 844 Doctor Perry to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older, and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Ulthera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and will alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, board-certified plastic surgeon and host of What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. And here we are, the uh, the last show of the year. We're in the winter. And uh, next year... Next year starts in a couple days, and it's the Roaring Twenties, and we're going to be back for another year here on WOR. I'm happy to uh, announce that, along with my sidekick, Noah, sitting in the control room. I don't know what he does with all those dials, but uh, he does it well. So thank you so much, Noah, for, uh, for all these years. Since 2005, we've been together on these uh, these airwaves. All right, so we were talking about wrinkle filler, one of my favorite topics. I do it virtually every day in the office. But but the interesting thing about wrinkle filler, it's not just for wrinkles anymore. How's that for? Is that a good tagline? I don't know. Wrinkle filler, not just for wrinkles. It's for a lot of different things. Yes, it, I can build up a chin. So if you come in and you say, you know, I've got a small chin, but I do not want surgery, you know, until maybe a couple of years ago, there really wasn't much we could do. You had to have a chin implant, which is a surgical procedure. A good surgical procedure, by the way, that can be done under local anesthesia with sedation. We put a little chin implant in, it's a great procedure. If you've got a small chin, that's one of the biggest bang for your buck procedures, but not everybody likes going into the operating room. So I can take some of this filler called Voluma, V-O-L-U-M-A. It is a really thick wrinkle filler and it is great to uh, we put it right on the bone and you hardly feel it because I've numbed you up and uh, in literally under 10 minutes you've got your chin implant and that will be there for a year or even two years with Voluma and that stays around a long time and at that point you may do it again you may say no I didn't like the bigger Jay Leno chin now we're not gonna make you look like Jay Leno or like me We're going to make you look natural and normal. And uh, some people, after they've had that done, then they go and they say, yeah, we won't do it uh, every year. Let's go ahead and have the chin implant under local anesthesia with a little bit of sedation and put it in and be, uh, be done with it, not have to have the filler. But it is a great option, as are the cheek implants, which are never done. Do you know cheek implants are almost never done in the United States anymore? I used to do them fairly regularly. Uh, But they're just not popular anymore, and one of the reasons for that is uh, wrinkle filler. Now, if to do a cheek implant, that's a more complex operation than a chin implant. Chin implant, we make a little incision right underneath the chin and uh, put a little piece of silicone material on the chin, a few stitches, and you're done, and you're back at work in just a few days. Cheek implants, however, require more surgery, and they're, they're usually done as part of either an eyelid lift or a or a facelift, but they're pretty rare and and endangered. They're one of the endangered operations, only a few hundred in the United States each year. Isn't that interesting? And yet there are companies that still make these cheek implants, but it's so easy now to just inject some of the uh, Voluma to your cheeks. That's why, you know, big cheeks are in. Uh, if you look at, uh, you know, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure if Hillary had cheek yeah, injections, but you know, take a look at those, uh, those pictures. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm not her plastic surgeon. Uh, regardless, it's a very simple procedure to do, and uh, we do it in the office, and you walk out, and maybe some bruising, maybe not some bruising. You're back in action the very next day. In fact, after all these fillers, uh, when I do filler around the mouth, you usually will bruise, however. So you've got to go over to the store and pick up some makeup like Dermablend or something like that. And then with that, you are in action the very next day. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR. And uh, and the phone number. Yes, Noah says give out that phone number, 800-321-0710. I wanted to just stop for just a moment and talk about Plexiderm. What is Plexiderm? It is a great skincare product, but it's not truly skincare because it really doesn't do anything to the structure of your skin. It's more, more like a makeup. And those of you who have seen John Greenhut's commercials, they are absolutely spectacular. And you've seen them on cable. You've seen those those time-lapse uh, videos of, uh, of men or women who have had plexiderm placed on their lower eyelids or on their wrinkles or on their jowls. And over the course of just one to three minutes, this material, it's a silicone material. It dries on your face, and it kind of, it just makes your wrinkles go away. You'd think we, uh, you know, it's not a great thing for plastic surgeons. It's going to put me out of business, but it's temporary. It's for your date tonight. It's for New Year's Eve. It's for going on television. It's for the job interview. It's for going to work every single day if you don't want surgery because Plexiderm really does work. Uh, You know, I doubted it. I really did. I got some. uh, John sent me some. I used it on my wife and lo and behold, it works. Uh, It is temporary. As soon as you wash your face or put, uh, uh, wash your makeup off or put a cream based makeup or something, it will reverse the effect. But you've got to do it just right. And the right way to do it is you put the Plexiderm on and use a powder based makeup. Well, John has given me an 800 number to give to you and you're going to get half off Plexiderm. I've had Countless number of patients use this and come back and tell me, uh, please put me on the radio. You know, you can call, by the way, if you want. Uh, we're not going to, you know, have paid spokesmen for <laughs> Plexiderm. But, but if you're using it and you like it, just give a call. 800-925-9963 is the number for Plexiderm. 800-925-9963. You get 50% off. If you are not satisfied, just return it. They will give you your money back. And if there's any issues at all, call my office up and we'll help you, but there won't be because John Greenhut runs this company well and uh, it's a great product and you'll love Plexiderm. So once again, it's 800-925-9963. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is WOR's What's Your Wrinkle Show? And that means it's a show about, yeah, it's about wrinkles, but it's also about skincare and it's about what you look like when you look in the mirror. So we were talking earlier about about filler and yes it's useful for wrinkles and it's useful to make your lips look bigger i can make your chins uh bigger with it i can fill in marionette lines remember howdy doody the marionette well you know his chin went down and he had those lines that's where that word comes from the marionette lines and we get those when you're in your 50s and by your 60s most people have marionette lines in 70s everybody's got marionette lines and we can easily use wrinkle filler and when i do wrinkle filler The way I do it is I numb you up I numb you like a dentist does. There are four nerves inside the mouth and we use a little bit of lidocaine and uh, numb you up. And most people, 90 percent of people are completely numb and feel nothing during the procedure. In addition, I do have you use some Emla cream. That's an anesthetic cream because there are a few areas that the uh, the numbing doesn't get, like the corners of the mouth so that's sort of like belt and suspenders you know we do two different techniques to make it so comfortable for you and if it's comfortable you're going to come and uh, just you know relax and we spend an hour or so and fill up all those little wrinkles and don't distort the tissue and uh, and if you've got little chicken pox scars or acne scars they can be filled at the same time it is really pretty remarkable and I have so many very happy patients. A lot of plastic surgeons don't like doing wrinkle fillers. They they think, well, you know, I belong in the operating room. It's beneath me. But, you know, it's part of what I do. And it's part of the global uh, procedure of making you look better, which starts with good skin care. And that's why I have a skin care line. And then it goes to the procedures like fillers and Botox and lasers and peels. Very, very important. And then we move to the surgical procedures like eyelid lifts and brow lifts and facelifts. Very important uh, not to forget the consistency, the, uh, the looking at the skin, it, you know, does it make any sense to do a facelift and lift the jowls but still have thin splotchy uh, skin with all sorts of fine wrinkles? No, no, we wanna treat you as a person and that means we need to treat different things at different times. We treat the skin with skincare, We do the uh, fillers, we do the Botox, and we do surgery. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We're gonna take a break now, and then we'll be back for our last segment. And uh, I want your phone calls, 800-321-0710. We'll be back after these words. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skincare really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your skincare, Dr. Perry? Well, here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps it simple. A study showed my skincare reduced the appearance of wrinkles by 20% and visual signs of aging by 44% at 12 weeks. That's huge, and that's real. Daytime with niacin protects, and nighttime with vitamins A and C nourishes and Clean Time Cleansing Bar even removes most makeup. I'm offering my basic kit, all three products, for $65 plus shipping if you use the WOR2019 code. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or call 844 doctor Perry to order. To learn more, listen every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older, and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. Botox, wrinkle fillers, a rejuvenating facial laser, or Althera might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scar facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and will alter your photographs with my new Vectra 3D camera to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820 or 732-422-9600. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WOR. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. You know, I have uh, a lot of uh, famous patients that I can't mention on the uh, the air. The only one I can uh, really talk about is... uh, Maybe Jimmy Fallon because I operated on him on television and did a procedure also on them and Oz on TV so I can talk about them, Uh, you know, and a couple others that have mentioned on the radio, but I won't mention them. But perhaps my most famous patient was Popo the pig several years ago. Uh, Yeah, I operated. I did a facelift and a brow lift and a rhinoplasty on a pig. It's a long story, but, Noah, you'll be happy to know that I've got another uh, very interesting uh, famous patient coming up, and it's a... uh, Believe it or not, a goat. <laughs> I'm operating on a goat in about uh, two weeks. It's a, uh, it's a goat that has a scar on his head that is uh, keeping his eye from closing. So, the veterinarian in Pennsylvania called me up, and you know we had done that uh, pig, that world famous pig before, and uh, now he wants me to help him with the goat. So I'll be keeping uh, this audience up to date on the goat surgery coming up in a few weeks. Stay tuned, you. Not gonna want to miss this one. <laughs> all right, now we were talking about uh, filler. We spent a lot of the show talking about filler, and I talked about how I numb you up so that it doesn't hurt. Which is it's interesting because uh, how many of you know the actress Salma Hayek? I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Yeah, you know, my wife knows how to pronounce all these names because she knows all these actresses. Salma Hayek. Well, she said she's never gonna have her lips augmented because. Uh, You know, she, in her uh, role, I guess, in uh, Like a Boss, she's 53, by the way, uh, she was going to have lip injections. So her dermatologist said, you know, it's going to hurt a lot, but uh, we'll do it. So I guess he put a needle in, and uh, first needle, she screamed and said, this is in the paper, by the way, I'm not making this up. No, forget it, I'm done. So anyway, she uh, decided not to have the lip augmentation for the movie, Uh, She just had uh, cosmetics, and uh, I guess she had artificial teeth or something uh, done for the show. But I read that, and I said, gee, you know, Salma, come to me. Because the way I do it, by numbing you up, it should not hurt. Now, I have to say that every now and then, someone doesn't get numb. That does happen uh, because the nerves are not in the same place in everybody. And there's a, a great variation in where the nerves that I numb up are. And sometimes you don't get numb, but I would say 90% of people are numb and you go through the procedure and it doesn't hurt at all. So, uh, uh, Selma, if you're listening, come on in. All right. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is W O R S. What's your wrinkle? 800-321-0710 is the phone number. 800-321-0710. A few weeks ago, we were talking about the skin bacteria and, uh, And they're normal, by the way. A lot of people think that they should be just wiping out every single bacterium, that's the single term, uh, on their skin. And they use all sorts of antibacterials. They use uh, antibacterial soaps and antibacterials, Purell, and all this stuff. And they think that they're uh, doing themselves uh, something good, wiping out the bacteria. But it is very interesting on your skin, there's something called a microbiome. That's, uh, that's the word of the year. That's what people uh, uh, use to describe the different array of bacteria on your skin. And we live in harmony with bacteria. And, and I've talked about this in the past, but uh, we live in harmony. You know that uh, when you're on antibiotics and you wipe out the bacteria in your intestines, well, that's not good. You wind up getting diarrhea or something like that. Uh, and uh, you're eventually Eventually, the bacteria that live, interestingly, in your appendix do populate your, uh, your intestines again, and you restore the bacteria, the normal bacteria of your intestine. Well, we also have a normal bacteria of the skin. And if we do things that disturbs the normal bacteria of the skin, uh, then we can actually get all sorts of funny appearing uh, uh, conditions of the skin, atopic dermatitis and eczema, and, uh, and worse, infections of the skin and even acne because we've disturbed the normal flora. That's what we call them, the normal flora of the skin. And you know, we live in harmony with these bacteria. And when we try and wipe them out, we uh, do a lot of harm. So I'm not a believer in antibacterials. And, and that's, not, that's not to say that you should not have appropriate Uh, Wiping out of the bacteria before a surgical procedure. That's a whole different story Uh, But what you don't want to do is continually bathe your skin with things that will destroy the bacteria or Destroy the fats of your skin and so many soaps do that It's actually interesting that the soap uh, the fatty acids in your skin the lipids they're called actually kill all sorts of bad bacteria so strep they're killed by your defenses, and when you wipe out those lipids in your skin by over using bad soaps, and uh, and using all this makeup remover and things like that, uh, you actually allow the overgrowth of these bad bacteria. So, uh, you know, I'm I I've created a soap. It's called Clean Time, and this wasn't meant to be a commercial for Clean Time, but uh, Clean Time doesn't do that. It doesn't strip off all those uh, ba- uh, the fatty acids. It uh, It doesn't have sulfates. That's another thing that is really bad for your skin. And it doesn't destroy all the bacteria. It does keep the bacteria of your skin to a minimum, like all normal washing does. But normal washing is different from washing with antibacterials. It's one of the reasons I did not put preservatives in my soap because the preservatives, we call them preservatives to destroy the bacteria in the soap. But when they get on your skin, they act as antibacterials and they destroy the bacteria in your skin. And once again, a lot of you think, well, that's a good thing. Let's let's kill off all those bacteria. Not so good, not so fast. Don't do it. Uh, you know, there are so many different bacteria of the skin that do good things for you, and they fight the bad bacteria. So something called uh, Staph epidermidis, that's the predominant uh, bacteria of the skin. It's supposed to be there. It sits in your skin, and it fights the bad bacteria. It makes it so... Uh, so they can't really grow. It's sort of like weeds in your garden. You know, one weed will uh, edge out another weed. Uh, so you want to uh, plant the right things in your garden so that you don't get all these weeds. So Staph epidermidis, it's 90% of the bacteria of your skin. But if you screw around with your skin and you use bad things, like a lot of these soaps and a lot of antibacterials, and if you use purel, I mean, purel is good. If you, uh, for certain conditions, so if you shake someone's hand, I would certainly, uh, particularly in the flu season that we're entering, uh, use Purell or wash your hands. But you don't want to put it all over your body. And, uh, you know, we want to uh, keep the Staph aureus, those are the bad bacteria, and other bacteria to a minimum. And the way you do that is not by abusing your skin. So, uh, you know, it's a war out there on your skin, and you don't want to mess around with it because you don't know enough to do, we don't know enough. We just want to uh, have products that are safe and effective, and not the antibacterials. You know, it's an interesting story, by the way. There's a uh, an antibacterial, and I'm not going to mention the company's name, uh, but it is interesting that uh, this particular antibacterial called triclocarban actually stimulates it simulates testosterone in your body. It's a, it's one of the first antibacterials. that was put in a product in 1949. Uh, And it simulates testosterone, and it's supposed to decrease the bacteria on your skin. But when you stimulate and simulate testosterone in your body, you actually increase acne. And uh, interesting that the substance that's supposed to destroy bacteria actually increases acne. They found this out, by the way. Uh, They took uh, this particular chemical, triclocarbon, which is an antibacterial, and they put it on mice. That had their testicles removed. Noah's cringing now. Uh, and what happened was the mice developed, these are male mice, normal sexual organs without testicles when they had the trichlocarbon put on their skin because it stimulated testosterone and simulated it. So both stimulating and simulating. So yeah you have to watch out for all these chemicals i'm dr arthur perry this is what's your wrinkle noah's fallen off his chair now he says uh, i'm not going to be using that particular soap and you do have to watch out what you put on your skin all right so we were talking about wrinkle fillers earlier we were talking about things like juvederm juvederm is the one that i prefer right now you know it it does change every a few months or every few years uh, because there are different wrinkle fillers, and I try and follow not the company, but the science. And the most recent information on the Juvederm products, there's a second generation of Juvederm, Juvederm sounds like a commercial, I wish it was, but it's not, uh, Volbella, Volure is another one, that's the uh, mid-level one, and Voluma those actually can stick around for up to uh, a year and longer. In fact, one of the studies that was just published a few months ago showed that 65% of people who use these products maintain the result at a year, which is very good because prior to this, with the other generation of uh, products, of hyaluronic acid products, uh, by a year, almost everyone, it was gone. So... If you can uh, stretch it out to a year, a year and three months, or even longer, uh, that's a good thing. And when we do inject wrinkle filler, by the way, we get a degree of permanence, even though it's gone because wrinkle filler, and I hate to call it wrinkle filler, but because I've been explaining how it does all these wonderful things, it volumizes. I actually use it now if you've got a very small earlobe, and those of you who have destroyed your earlobe with multiple piercings or even those gauges, How many of you have those? I bet you not a lot of my listeners have those. I've used it to, I've injected it into the earlobe, and it stimulates not only collagen formation, but if you inject filler into the fat, and this is scientifically proven, it will actually cause fat to grow. And so you say, well, why do I want that? If you've destroyed the fat in your earlobe, or your lips, by the way, uh, when you do have it injected, then there will be a degree of permanence. So even if you don't, have the injections once a year, which most people do. Even if you don't, you should have, we can't guarantee it, but you should still have a permanence to the filler. So wrinkle filler, many, many uses now. Uh, One of the newer things also is injecting into the neck lines, those horizontal lines of the neck that you have as you get older. They're very difficult to treat. I use the combination of Ulthera, which is high energy focused ultrasound. Oh my goodness, all these These large words, we're getting ready for New Year's Eve, that's your word, it's the Ulthera. uh, That actually tightens the skin, and then we fill in those wrinkles with with the uh, wrinkle filler, and it's usually something like the Volbella. And I can do the exact same thing in your upper chest. How many of you women have those lines? They are vertical in the center of your upper chest, and then they go diagonally on the top of both of your breasts and they're caused by a lot of sun damage in the summer and continued motion of your arms over the course of decades. And they're very difficult to treat until Ulthera, that's one of the uh, approaches and wrinkle filler. And it's the combined approach. And so first I do Ulthera. And what is that by the way? It's high energy focused ultrasound. It's kind of think of it as a laser, but instead of using light energy, it uses sound energy. And that's really all you need to know, except for the fact that it has no downtime. It's almost the only procedure I do that has zero downtime. You can go on television an hour later and no one will know because it does take several months to see the full effect of Althera. But first we do in the same session the Althera treatment, whether it's your neck or whether it's your upper chest. You know, the uh, the fashion people call it the décolletage. I hate that word. It's, uh, it's really the upper chest. That's a fashion word. Uh, but the upper chest is a hard area to treat. And a lot of women... Uh, choose to wear um, not open shirts, open clothing, if they've got a lot of sun damage in that area, splotchy pigmentation and wrinkles and uh, weathered skin. Uh, But Althera can help by shrinking the skin and thickening the skin and the filler can also help. And the final thing that we do for this area is a very, very careful and very light chemical peel. And you say, a chemical peel of the chest? Yeah, we use trichloroacetic acid or sometimes the laser. Either way, I actually prefer the chemical peel for this area um, because uh, it gives me a, uh, a pretty uh, reasonable result in evening out the skin tone and the splotchy pigmentation. In some areas, uh, if you've got some uh, dark areas that, uh, and some light areas, I can alter the depth of the peel. So the combination of Althera. Wrinkle filler and chemical peel can rejuvenate your upper chest. Noah begins to wave his hands at the uh, end of the show. He gets nervous that I'm going to run over to the uh, the next program. But I want to thank everybody for listening to me over these last 15 years and hopefully many more on these airwaves. Uh, if you're interested in what I have to say, you can go to my website, periplasticsurgery.com. If you're interested in making an appointment to see me, uh, my phone number in Manhattan is 212-753-1820. And in New Jersey, it's 732-422-9600. And by the way, those products that I talked to you about, the Clean Time Soap that doesn't interfere with the lipid layer of your skin, so that means it's good for your skin, you can purchase those products on the website, drperrys.com. Or if you're one of the Amazon people and you want free shipping on Amazon, go to Amazon. And A lot of people just like the security of Amazon. You can order straight through Amazon, and, uh, and you can go to Amazon Prime. And I guess uh, with Amazon Prime, if you're a member, uh, there is no shipping charge. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This has been What's Your Wrinkle in the Year 2019. The next edition will be in... The Roaring Twenties, when Noah and I will be back in action in the studio in just another week. All right. Have a great weekend and be safe on New Year's Eve. Noah, thanks so much. We'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.